Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Honey, what's the expiration date on this news clip? It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So before we get to cleaning out the sound fridge, a fan favorite, a couple of things. Uh, Just came across this. Kanye West has hired Antonio Brown to be CEO of one of his companies. Is Antonio Brown that football player who flaked? Who took off all his clothes and ran around? Yeah. Well, he so didn't is, take off all his clothes. So is that Kanye West just trying to help out another crazy person? I shouldn't say that. Mentally ill person? Or should uh, I say that? What is the right terminology? A uh, troubled individual? I don't know. <laughs> I Anyways, have no idea. So that's that story. Uh, and I, I just wanted to mention this because I don't know why I wanted to tell this story again. Oh, I know we were talking about milk earlier in a couple of different ways. One... My kids didn't have milk for breakfast this morning because I forgot to get some last night. And that was going to be a treacherous morning. How are they going to eat breakfast with no milk? I don't really have anything else around. Have them whip up a souffle. So I door dashed it from work and got milk there in like 10 minutes from the 7-Eleven, which is really quite amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. Is there a guy like standing by right there at the milk uh, the, the cooler? I guess that Ready? means there must be that many DoorDash people driving around in the morning in my town. For other people that are ordering stuff in the morning, you wouldn't think anybody would order anything in the morning from DoorDash. Meh. Anyway, uh, we also had another milk story about a fourth grade class that was so upset when the school said no more chocolate milk that they launched a protest. It's actually it. kind of cute. Maybe we should play that. Should we play that? You have that in Why not? Yeah, yeah, why not? In Vacaville, California, even a group of fourth graders has had enough. Step by step, students left class to rally out front. What do we want? Chocolate! When do we want it? Now! 
Students say that delicious drink needs to come back to class. Officials say they hear the students loud and clearly. And decided to do chocolate milk one day every other week. <laughs> All right. That's a, a peaceful protest for chocolate milk. This is where Gandhi and Sonny the Cocoa for Cuckoo Pups bird intersect, right there. So it reminded me of, and I have talked about this story before, but you know, I've n- I don't know if I've ever brought it up to my parents. I should talk to my parents about this. So when I'm in roughly fourth grade, probably about the same age, in uh, Cuba City, Wisconsin, tiny little town, 2,000 people in southwest Wisconsin, very rural, uh, the school I was going to, and this is especially ironic given the fact that Wisconsin is the dairy state, um, the milk was undrinkable. It was spoiled. It was terrible. It was rancid. I don't even know how they made it taste like that. But for some reason, and there's two problems with this story. One, how would you have spoiled milk at a school? And how did nobody notice it? And how did it continue? And then two, why did they have this rule that you had to drink your milk? Is there a reason they had that rule? Was that a popular thing? Because it's good for you to avoid waste. That was just the way of the world at the time, I guess. Did you have to drink your milk at school, do you remember? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I have no memory of that. I don't know. You know, if the, if, you know, actually, if the if the milk hadn't been rancid, I wouldn't have probably even been aware of it because I would have just drank it. I like milk. I'd have drank milk with my meal. I wouldn't have thought twice about it. Yeah, I remember it always tasted just slightly funky in those those cardboard things. But, no, I drank it because I wanted to drink it. Ours came out of a, 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 a container. You got these little triangular cup things, and then you'd walk up to a dispenser. A triangular cup? Yeah. What the hell is that? A cone, I guess. Oh, uh, a pointy oh, okay. cone. Okay, a pointy yeah. paper cone, like you'd get a. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, are you living like in an M.C. Escher painting? Like or? you'd get a snow cone in. Are you like one of those cups? So, <laughs> so those were our cups for some reason, and we'd go up to this milk thing, and you'd pull a handle, and the milk would come out, and you could smell it as soon as it started coming out. Oh. It smelled like spoiled milk. Oh, I'm going to vomit. And it was so gross, and. I honestly can't imagine what was going on there. It had to be obvious to the teachers that it was spoiled. Every kid, not just me, every kid, we dreaded this. And it was like milk break. It wasn't lunch. It was milk break. And so the only thing we were doing was drinking milk there in the cafeteria. And everybody would complain and they'd say, you have to drink your milk. And I would hold my nose and drink it as fast as I could with my nose held so that I could Get it down and keep it. Oh, down. this is horrible. This story is terrible. It's it's like you're reporting on some reform school in the 30s or something. Right. And I told my parents about it. I don't remember the conversations. I need to ask them about that. Like, what was going on there? How come nobody looked into it? Or well, kids complain about the taste of stuff true, so much. Sure. I'll bet that was a lot of it. I'll bet kids always complain about. Yeah, I don't like the peaches. I don't like the broccoli. I don't like the whatever you're serving. But it was rancid, and every kid, every day, would just talk about how awful it was. Oh, my God. So weird. Story's it's one of those weird me. things I may never have an answer to. Wow. Maybe if I, if, it's funny, I did this with my kids the other day. If you had a time machine, top five things. Top oh, five, I love this. Top five unimportant things. Because, like, my son, my oldest son, who goes to a private Christian school, has the same one as me. Probably going back to follow Jesus around, because that seems like a pretty cool thing to do and, you know, get some real knowledge on. Get his pitch in person. 
But so unimportant things. Okay, we're not stopping Lincoln from getting shot. We're not following Jesus. Unimportant thing. All right. And so uh, this, this might be on my list. Go back to the milk thing and try to figure out what the freak was going on there with you adults having all these little kids drink spoiled milk every day. You freaking weirdos. Wow, you've you've put me in a contemplative mood. What would be your non-important time machine? Wow. See, I I, I, I got have another to rack my memory for these to, things. Go ahead. You want yeah. me to kill time while you think? Go ahead, yeah. I want to go back to like 1947 Harlem when Dizzy Gillespie and Charlie Parker were doing their thing inventing bop before anybody in the world even knew it was happening in a club. Oh, oh, I thought we. I thought it had to be God. personal stuff. Okay, no, oh, that my would be freaking cool. God! I would love to check that out. But if you only had a couple on your time machine, you wouldn't choose that. I want to hear some good music live. Um, that's why it's five unimportant things. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I was gonna say there are a couple of women slash girls I'd like to explain uh, a thing or two to. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I thought you were gonna say, you know, uh, take another shot at or. No. You know, ask them out because I didn't have the guts. No, you want to explain something to. Well, look well, at you ended, making amends. I ended up blissfully married to my college sweetheart, so you know, obviously, I, I don't have any desire to rewrite history. Using your time machine to make amends, aren't you, Gandhi? Well, Jesus, wow, this is a tough crowd around here. <laughs> if you're an a-hole, they call you an a-hole. <laughs> if you try to be a nice person, they call you Gandhi. <laughs> this is rough. No winning. Oh gosh. <laughs> No, just, you know, there were one or two in particular huh? who I uh, kind of flaked on a little bit mm. or didn't, and, and and they probably always wondered why, and it was nothing to do with them. Oh, boy. Yeah, and... And, 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 it, and, and I didn't have the balls, or I didn't have the self-awareness to explain exactly what was going on. And, you know, what would be interesting is... Do they say, I kind of remember that? I don't know. I, I I guess. Or if it's, I've wondered about that my whole oh. life. Well, right. It, it, I, I'm guessing it'd be like one for two. The one would say, you know, that's bothered me for X number of years. And another one would say, what's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? Or just who spray knows? in the face with her, the mace she keeps in her yeah, purse. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So, okay. So I would do that. Um, That's pretty good. So I didn't obviously come to any like do nice things for people. Time machine stuff. I just get, get, get pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Yeah. You know, unimportant. See, that's, that's a tough one. All right. For instance, um, there was a day my senior year of high school when the pitchers is is baseball pitchers as usual went out to run a couple of miles or whatever because that's an important part of being a pitcher because your legs are are what gets tired first i I threw with your arms and i stepped in an uneven spot and i blew out my achilles tendon and, and so ended my baseball dreams if I'd have said, I'd go back in the time machine and say, you know, my knee's a little swollen. I, I shouldn't run today. I'd do that. Really? You stepped in an uneven spot? Mm-hmm. And I was, I was hardly aware of it happening. And then after baseball practice and all, I went to work at a restaurant where I worked before I went home and did my homework till a freaking midnight. And, uh, and, and I, by the end of the shift, I couldn't walk. So anyway, uh, that but, was the restaurant where you'd eat other people's leftovers. 
Oh, yeah. Off their Absolutely. <laughs> well, they weren't leftovers. They left them for me. They were left fours. That's part not of leftovers. my That's part <laughs> Left fours. That's part of my tip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My buddy Mike, the lawyer in Chicago, worked at the same restaurant. And, and if, you know, somebody, some, it was usually a gal would order, and it was a nice Mexican restaurant. If you can picture that sort of place. Sit down, order off the menu, good service, blah, blah, blah. Good margaritas. And so somebody would order like a big chimichanga or something like that. And, and some little gal would eat like, you know, 40% of it. You can't throw that out. Well, so exactly. So we'd take a clean knife, clean fork. We'd cut like the last inch and a half off that's conceivable it was contaminated. And we're starving freaking high school boys who just got there from baseball practice. And so, yeah, hell yeah, I would eat the rest of that chimichanga. Booyah! Good you got, stuff. You got an unimportant time machine, Michael? Well, so far I got, I'd go back to 1987, recast Caddyshack 2, and also I'd go back to the day in 1992 when this van wanted to sell me speakers, and this time I'd say no. <laughs> oh, boy. You're always with the riffing. That's pretty always funny. Always with the jokes. That's pretty funny. So, but here's, here's a question for you. That, that milk, the spoiled milk incident, mm-hmm. was that unimportant? Or did that affect your feeling about authority and... I'm, I'm the way sure, kids are treated and that sort of thing. I'm sure it played a role in something. Being you know, forced to choke down rancid milk by authorities who would not respond to your entreaties. Yeah, yeah. Who? God, who knows? Wouldn't you love to be able to figure out what percentage of my hatred of authority comes from that? Could be practically none to 50%. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so I'm thinking about my thing. I'm happy with how my life's worked out. It doesn't hell if oh, I kept playing problem. baseball, it probably would have been a distraction. That's the whole time machine problem. If you're more or less happy with your current situation, you have no idea. You have no idea. I think about that all the time. You know, you change that one thing. I don't know. You live a different place. You meet different people. Everything is di- absolutely everything is different. Right. So what's important and what isn't? Isn't that the time machine thing with Homer on The Simpsons? He steps on a butterfly and all the dinosaurs fall over or something like that. Or he gets back and, and everybody's flying around in hovercraft right. and that sort of thing. Or we're all brutes living in caves. Right. Yeah, you don't know. You don't freaking know. I was thinking about that. Uh, remember when we got jobbed taking that, bo- that, uh, bo- that I'm sorry, that uh, job in Charlotte? We got jobbed taking a job. Um, of course, you. I know you do. That's a ridiculous question. And I thought it briefly flashed through my head. All right. I would have told those people to go pound sand and and not gone to Charlotte. Right. But Charlotte led to us taking a gig in Sacramento, which turned into the talk radio show, which has been outstanding. So why would I change that? Right. I don't know. I don't know. That is one of the great lessons of life is that you don't know until you're on your deathbed. You don't know what was a good thing and what was a bad thing, really. At the time, you don't know. That's something I try to tell my kids. You don't know. The thing that was bad could turn out to be good. The thing that was good could turn out to be bad. You get the girl, turns out maybe that wasn't a good idea. You don't get the girl, turns out maybe that was the best thing that ever happened to you. You know, same with jobs and all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There are a couple of bands I might get in a time machine and go back to, like, their neighborhood and stop one of them and say, hey, you looking for a bass player? Ah, yeah, time that right. Yeah. That'd be fun. And they'd be like... Who are you and why are you talking to me? I heard you're a guitar player. I just, you know, 
I don't know. I play a little bit. There's probably some bands I could think of where I'd like to go in a time machine and push the lead singer in front of a bus before they got, <laughs> before they got popular. <laughs> so we never wow. had to hear it anymore. Wow. Michael, remind me not to turn my back on this man. I will. The only person using his time machine for a murder. <laughs> very, very respectable. <laughs> yeah, the uh, podcast intro didn't quite match, but here's the sound. Yeah, we oh, didn't yeah. To totally we forgot. forgot. We have to do another one tomorrow, so that's a good thing. Yeah. We, what we do? Huh. Well, I guess that's it. <laughs>